the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It's a couple minutes after 4. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in. Forecast, decent amount of sunshine, the balance of the day. On the humid side, high 92, low of 73 tonight. Tomorrow, a lot like today. Kind of cloudy for a while, sun coming through at times. Might get a shower, thunder shower tomorrow, and a high of 91. Over the weekend, uh, Sixers lost to Portland, 124-121. They're home against Phoenix tomorrow afternoon at 4.30. Flyers get ready to open up their playoff series against Montreal. Home Wednesday night, game one of their series. And the Phillies had a, an interesting weekend. Started on Friday, and they're supposed to take on the Braves, but that got postponed because of rain. And uh, that game got rescheduled as part of a doubleheader yesterday. Before that, though, on Saturday, the Phillies had a nice win. Five zip over Atlanta, and one of the especially nice bright spots, starting pitcher Jake Arrieta did a great job. Six innings pitched, just three hits allowed. One walk, struck out six, got his first win on the year. And after the game was asked about, you know, now that you're feeling better and, uh, you know, have had some some things happen with you, are you uh, you looking forward to doing this more? And, and is, this, is this the Jake Arrieta we're going to start to see over the course of the rest of the year? Well, I, I, now I have the ability to throw my breaking balls with uh, more effect. Uh, everything's coming out of my hand a little bit more crisp, especially the command glove side and being able to move the sinker in on especially right-handed hitters. Uh, at will, that ability is there. So um, <clears throat> I just I have more weapons at my disposal that I didn't necessarily have in the last year or two. So you know that's a good sign for us. I'm not worried about the elbow flaring up in the third or fourth inning. I feel like I'm I'm going to be able to maintain the feel of all my stuff deep into games and and pitch more more like I'm capable. That's Jake Arrieta had some uh, I think it was bone spurs. Removed from his uh, shoulder, or not from his elbow, I think it was. Um, Bryce Harper in that game on Saturday got a couple of hits, including a double. And at the time, the Phillies had even their record at four and four. Is uh, is this the team that we think we're going to start to see that that folks think could be pretty good? Yeah, I mean it's it's tough when you go into you know your first weekend and and you go one and two. Of course, uh, you never want to do that, and it's kind of unsure about you know your whole next week uh, with COVID and all the craziness. And you know I think we all just kind of were like, okay, well you know we're going to control what we can. We can't really control what's going on. Um, and you know I thought the four games that we played against New York, I thought we played really good ball. You know that's a great team, that's a great bullpen, pitching staff, things like that. I thought we had great at bats, thought we pitched the ball well, um, and we thought we had a great series. I mean, being able to split with them after seven days of not you know doing anything, I thought was a great series. And then you know coming out here tonight, uh, facing a really good Braves team, and you know kind of doing it the the right way, and you know scoring four, and then um, you know doing our thing. So our pitchers you know threw the ball really well, got the shutout tonight. And we just got to keep the momentum going. You know, we, we can't uh, we can't just, you know, slouch around and say, okay, we're going to do this or do that. 
nah, it's, you know, ready, set, 60, like I've said. And, you know, we got to play these games as, and win as, you know, as many games as possible and have some fun while we're doing it. We might as well, since we're out here, we're going to go about the right way and hopefully, uh, you know, win as many games as we can and get to where we need to be. Ready, set, 60, as Bryce Harper says. Of course, the game, as the season, just 60 games long this year. And uh, the Phils did get that win, but then yesterday lost two. They're getting ready to take on the uh, the Braves again tonight at six oh five. Phillies manager Joe Girardi uh, talking about this just a couple hours ago on a Zoom call with him about Reese Hoskins. We had a couple of hits yesterday, but has had a struggle. You know, been struggling for a while now, and just how it is for the team right now. Well, I think if you you would ask about any of our hitters, I would love to see him drive the baseball consistently. Um, through Reese's struggles, he's found a way to be on base a lot. And it's given us opportunity to score runs. And when I think of a batting order, you think about keep the line moving. No one needs to be the hero. Just keep the line moving. And that's what Reese has done. Now, I think he's run into some hard luck at times. He's hit squares and balls up that he hasn't gotten hits. He got two hits yesterday. Maybe that's the thing that really gets him to go, you know, going. We know he has the ability to hit the ball, the ballpark. And I don't think that's far away from happening. But again, and you know, until we play seven, eight days in a row, our guys have not had consistent work. They just, they haven't. So, you know, what did we play last week? Monday, off Tuesday, doubleheader Wednesday, Thursday, off Friday, Saturday, doubleheader Sunday. I mean, it's just, it's been really strange. And this is a game that you have to do every day. Hitters need to be in there every day. Now, pitchers don't, but hitters do. And I think guys have had a hard time finding their, their rhythm and, um, you know, we have a number of guys that are struggling with that. But Reese has done the best job of keeping the line moving. It's Phillies manager Joe Girardi. And uh, if you, all it takes is a quick glance at the uh, standings, and you'll see what he's talking about. It's not an excuse because the reality is Phillies have had a really choppy schedule based upon cancellations with coronavirus. Other teams have had none, and uh, there are teams that just played a ton of games, others who have played just a few. So hopefully they can get into a routine and a rhythm and – and get their timing back and uh, make a playoff run as the season unfolds. Uh, as the program unfolds today, we're looking forward to having David Collum join us. He's the president and CEO of the Pocket Testament League, where they uh, are pretty simple. They want to help you share Jesus in his own words, focusing on using the Gospel of John. No arguments, just handing out the Word of God, which is a, a great thing. So we'll chat with him a bit uh, today. Also, speaking of which, um, you know, handing out the Word of God in a different form, if you will, our partnership with Family Life, which is, this is a really wonderful thing. Just take hold of this if you can. Family Life, which we have every day at 9 a.m., long time, many years. Um, they have something called the From Good to Great Giveaway. Wanted to help you take your marriage from good to great, maybe not as good to decent, whatever it might be. Uh, there's a marriage resource bundle on our site right now that you can have free. It's $155 value. It's a wonderful opportunity. It expires this Friday as far as getting that free download. So if you haven't had a chance, get to it. There are video and audio and ebook components to it. Um, we actually had Bob Lapine, the co-host of Family Life, join me recently. Asked him about the different components. Let me just give you a quick little sample of what uh, Bob had to say. This is a this little conversation is about the video part of of, of what this um, from Good to Great Marriage Resource Bundle is about. The series on resolving conflict. That video series is a part of our Art of Marriage video series, and it's. This is a, it, it's a short couple of video segments that you can watch that will help walk you through 
why conflict happens in a marriage, but more importantly, what do we do when it happens in a marriage? Because the reality is, if you're married, you're going to have conflict. That's just, it, it comes with the territory. Two sinful people are going to rub each other the wrong way at some point, and we have to know, okay, what do we do to get our marriage back where it belongs when there's been some kind of conflict? So the video course, it, it doesn't take long to watch this, but I think it's very practical, and, and it's, it's scriptural in terms of how we process conflict and what we do to get to forgiveness and, and to resolve the conflict in our marriage. Okay. And then the other one, the light bulb moments in marriage, this features Jeff and Shanti Felton, and some of your listeners will know Shanti from writing the book For Women Only and then another book that they wrote together called For Men Only. It really focuses on the fact that husbands and wives, men and women, tend to see life and relationships and the world differently. And when we understand that those differences are not wrong, they're just different, And but we start to see, oh, this is how my husband thinks. It's not how I think, but it's how he thinks, or this is how my wife thinks. Those light bulb moments, those aha moments when you go, okay, I understand you better, and I can love you better as a result. That's what the light bulb moments video stuff is all about. It's Bob Lapine from Family Life talking about the video part of what the uh, Marriage Resource Bundle has. Here's Bob on the audio part. We've been doing the cruise now for 10 years, and so we had we, we kind of went into the, the vault and said, what are some of the best messages that, that uh, speakers have given on the cruise? And you mentioned Paul David Tripp and uh, Bodie Bauckham and Julie Slattery. We, we tried to pick messages that would uh, would help couples just just things you can listen to that will remind you of what's true about your marriage, that will give you pointers on how you can uh, communicate more effectively with one another, again, dealing with conflict, the whole area of, of intimacy in marriage. Uh, these are the things that these speakers are talking about. And it's kind of like a, a mini, you listen to all four messages, like a mini seminar on marriage that you can do while you're listening to podcasts around the house or out doing your walk or or uh, social distancing, however you're doing that these days. Again, that's Bob Lapine, longtime co-host of the Family Life Program, which we have on WFL 9 o'clock each weekday morning. And this is a really wonderful opportunity. Anyone is welcome to download it, whether you're a listener or not to the radio station. You might just know somebody who could use some help in their marriage. And whether it's a fine tune or more, let them know. WFIL.com. It's right there on the homepage. Can't miss it. You can download the video, the audio components, and the ebook as well. Full podcast of our conversation with Bob Lupine, by the way, on our homepage as well. It's just dated July 31st, so look for that. And uh, again, I encourage you to help yourself to that free resource. I love free. I love this station and the opportunity to hopefully just be a redirect where we can let you know about things that will uh, be of help in your everyday life. It's part of, uh, you know, a big part of why we're here, really. So, uh, and that, that goes off the board Friday at midnight. So sometime this week, get over there and grab that free download, WFIL.com. Quick break. We'll come back in just a few moments again with David Collum, who is the uh, CEO of the Pocket Testament League, WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of the Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. All right, boy. We're pilgrims in an unholy land. It's the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL.
560, and on the app, Psalm 119.105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. A classic from Amy Grant. It's uh, 419 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, it's a, a song that makes a lot of sense to play as we welcome our guest uh, today on the program from the Pocket Testament League. Uh, he's the president and CEO, and his name is David Collum. How's it going today, David? How are you? It's going great. Hey, Tim, thanks for having me on today. Absolutely. Uh, before we get into the Pocket Testament League, what it is and everything, share a little bit about how God got a hold of you. Well, thanks for asking that question. So I came to uh, faith when I was 30. I mean, I, I tended, went to church my entire life, but uh, the penny kind of dropped uh, when I was 30 years old. I was having great success at work, but, you know, things at home were, were not very good. I turned to a co-worker, actually an employee of mine, and said, ask him how he did it. He had peace. Uh, he was the same age I was. He had two boys the same age as my boys. Uh, we worked at the same place, and we were radically different people, and I wanted to, I wanted what he had. So that's when he shared the gospel with me. So that's how I came to know the Lord. Wow. That's an interesting age. You often don't hear about someone coming to the Lord at 30. But Do, do you happen to, in your work, find that to be the case? Is it usually younger or, or later in life or— I think the statistics are you're a five percenter. If you don't, so yeah, uh, there's like it's very it typically um, it's people make a profession of faith when they're younger. I mean, they may fall away, but they kind of they kind of really know who Jesus is. But for me, the switch you know kind of got thrown at that age. So it is a smaller group of people. It is a smaller group of people. But you know, hey, no one is no one is beyond the arm of the Lord. So that's Absolutely. the good news. <laughs> well, and it, it's kind of, I mean, it kind of gets uh, swallowed up in a good way in what the uh, Pocket Testament League is about. You came on board with them in 2016 as president and CEO. Uh, how did that connection happen after you, you know, the Lord got a hold of you and where to from there? Well, yes, I kind of worked in three sectors. I worked in the corporate world for 25 years and then uh, God led me to the pastorate, and I was a pastor for about 12 years, pastor two different churches. And then um, about 2016, the Pocket Testament League, we had some, uh, a member of the board who was also a friend of mine and my wife, asked me to pray about it and consider it. I had just finished uh, a pastorate and so was, was looking for uh, my next pastorate, and God had the Pocket Testament League in mind. Mm-hmm. And so I love the ministry because it's about the Word of God. I, I love the Word of God. Um, and I love the kind of laser focus. When I left my corporate job, I was in my 40s, and I very much, you know, want people to meet Jesus. That's that's kind of my heart's cry. And so that's what the Pocket Testament League is about, very singular mission, and um, and we do it with the Word of God. So it's a, it's a nice fit for me. The Lord was gracious to me. Mm. David Collum is our guest. He's the uh, president and CEO of the Pocket Testament League. You can find him online, ptl.org, um, helping you share Jesus in his own words. And uh, on the, one of the slug lines is hundreds of millions reach, no arguments, simply by sharing the gospel of John. Share your thoughts behind that, and, and I'm curious what your take is on perhaps why the gospel of John, and, and, and feel free to, of course, elaborate on, on how the Pocket Testament League operates. 
Sure. Well, well, thanks. So the Pocket Testimony fundamentally is about people who, you know, they love Jesus, they love God's Word, and they've got a heart for the lost. And most of us don't need another sermon about the Great Commission. You know, we know we're supposed to do it, but it's hard. It's, uh, we think we've got to have all the answers. We don't want to get in arguments. You know, there's just so much stuff that kind of, kind of uh, gets people frozen. And so we just have this really simple method. We call it read, uh, carry, and share. And what we do is we want you to read the Word of God every day. Now, your pastor probably tells you to do that, but we know that if you do that four or more times a week, you're 200% more likely to share your faith. So, you know, handing out Gospels of John isn't like handing out magic pills. You've got to be in the Word, letting the Word speak to you. So that's step one. Step two is when you get done reading, pick up a Gospel of John, put it in your purse or pocket, and say this really elaborate prayer. Lord, lead me to the person you want me to give this to. (laughs) And the amazing thing is, if you do that every day, uh, Tim, God's going to answer that prayer a lot. (laughs) So, Mm. um, and then share it as the Lord leads you. So that's kind of, that's kind of our our method. Um, The Gospel of John is fascinating, because if you think about it, first of all, St. John, the author, says, these things are written so that you might have life, right? He says the purpose of this Gospel I wrote this Gospel so that you might understand who Jesus is and, and have life. The other thing that's interesting about the Gospel of John is, you know, we're in a soundbite world. Get to the point, get to it quickly, and by verse 14, think about what you've heard. Uh, by verse 14, you've heard that there's a God, He created the world, He's come to this earth, people have rejected Him, but for all who accept Him, He's given them the power to become children of God, born not of the will of man or flesh, but of God. I mean, it is just it's right there, laid out in those in that first prologue, as people call it. And then, of course, you begin to meet the person of Jesus in a very systematic way. Yeah, so we right. love it because John wrote it for that purpose. We love it because it's got sound bites. We also love it because it plants seeds. You know, the phrase, Lamb of God, bread of life. Imagine someone reading the Gospel of John, coming to faith, and then deciding to read the Bible, and they come to Exodus, and they see manna, and they think about Jesus being bread of life. It's got a lot of connection points into the larger Bible, so it's a great way to start. And then finally, um, it really does speak to the cultures of the world. It says, in the beginning, which means there was a beginning, which um, we don't think about this very much because we've grown up with the Big Bang Theory. But for many, many centuries, people thought the world always was, that there was no beginning. And in fact, scientists, when the Big Bang Theory was being first uh, put forward, scientists didn't reject it. Because if there's a beginning, then you've got to answer the question, but hey, who started this thing? So it really speaks to some deep philosophy. We don't think about it, but in some of these little sentences, it's just this powerful statement of, there's a God, and he began it all. And guess what? That same God and dwelt with us. We love all of Scripture, but we think the Gospel of John is a great place for people to start. David Collins, our guest. He's president and CEO of the Pocket Testament League. Find out more about him at ptl.org. Quick break. We'll keep our conversation rolling. It's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 429, the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for listening in today. Forecast, good deal of sun the rest of the afternoon. Humid, high to 92, 73 the low tonight. Tomorrow, kind of cloudy, some sun at times, might get a shower, thunder shower, high of 91. Sixers lost to Portland yesterday, 124-101. They're home against Phoenix tomorrow afternoon at 4.30. Flyers are 
getting ready to take on Montreal Wednesday night at home. Game one of their playoff matchup. Phil's uh, were rained out this past Friday. They won on Saturday. Jay Bruce uh, had a couple of nice hits. Drove in three runs. Had a double and a home run. He uh, plays every now and again. Not every single game. Does he feel like he could contribute when he's in there uh, if he was playing more often? You know, I feel like that you know, uh, when I'm healthy and, you know, able to play, I make the team better. And, you know, I come in every day prepared to play. Uh, it's not my job to make the lineup, so I can only control so much. But uh, just trying to stay sharp, trying to stay committed to a routine and, and something that helps me uh, make sure that I'm ready to go every day. It's Jay Bruce after the uh, win on Saturday. They lost two, though, yesterday. They had the Friday makeup. And then they had a regularly scheduled game for Sunday. It was a doubleheader, each game just seven innings. Phil's uh, lost the first one, 5-2, and the second one, 8-zip. In that second game, despite the loss, Spencer Howard making his long-awaited debut. How did he feel uh, out there on the mound? I wouldn't say I felt sharp. Uh, Just a little out of sync with mechanics. Um, Left a lot of balls over the plate, and, you know, mistakes get hit in the big leagues. So, yeah, I'd say overall. It was a decent day, but awesome to compete again. That's uh, Spencer Howard, again, making his Major League debut yesterday. How about those, since there are no fans, but there are, as you may have seen, some cardboard cutouts of faces in the seats and also the noise that's kind of piped in to create a a ballpark atmosphere. The cardboard cutouts actually made a difference, surprisingly. Uh, Coming back from in the summer camp when it was just the blue bleachers, and then seeing the cardboard with the fan noise is, is okay, actually. There you are. So Spencer Howard again, uh, his thoughts on that. The Phils and Braves play again tonight at uh, 6.05. David Collins, our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Uh, he's president and CEO of the Pocket Testament League. And uh, that, that three-step, I guess, process, read, carry, share, you referenced. One reason I want to actually have you on to chat about that a moment is I tend to be relational I tend to take the long, gradual way with people. I'm not opposed to a shorter, quicker path of at least getting a conversation started. Uh, on a side note, I, I do some ride chair type stuff, lift and all that. And those situations actually create a much more natural opportunity. Uh, just you find yourself in a very personal space talking and sometimes people have stuff going on and it leads to conversations. And so it, acce- it accelerates the process in my mind. But I wanted to have you on because I think – to your point, there can be a lot of complicating factors. You can start to think it has to, you have to pray a longer prayer before you share. And uh, you're just basically saying, love God's word, take time for it, be ready, you know, have the actual gospel of John you can give so you have a tool, and, and pray and don't be surprised that God, I mean, he sent his son, so why would he not want something to happen? So I think I, I captured it correctly there, but there's also, you're not trying to pray, there's no pressure and there's not like a you have to pray right now, but just a willingness to let's bring it up and have a little conversation. Yeah, so I love that you're doing the rideshare thing. Let me just make make kind of just hit on two notes here. So the first is, like if you think about the parable of the sower, we always say, you know, where, where seed is spread everywhere, the classic thing that I used to think about is, well, what kind of soil am I? But if you look at that parable closely, the seed always grows. So one of the things I think when we want to share our faith, we as human beings put all this pressure on ourselves. And God's like saying, hey, you can lean on me a little bit. Lean on my words. So take the pressure off, relax. You don't have to get in an argument. The rideshare thing is interesting. I travel a lot for the league. Just last night, I was at dinner, and just then I was at breakfast this morning. We asked our server, hey, we're going to pray for our food. 
how can we pray for you? And the person usually has to explain it to them, say, what's going on in your life? We just want to pray God's blessing on you and pray and just say a prayer for your life. Uh, I've had people cry when I've asked that question. I've had people tell me, I remember one guy in Texas said, I just got really bad health news yesterday. Could you pray for that? Mm. And one guy, I had one guy in New York say, well, pray for my mother. Her name's Mary. I was like, that's easy. My mom's name's Mary. I can do that. <laughs> he then went to three other people's orders. He came back and walked to me. I thought, oh, man, this is not going to go well. Right? <laughs> this, this is going to be the one time this thing goes, uh, blows up. And he said, are you really going to pray for my mother? I said, I'm absolutely going to pray for your mother, and I'm going to pray for you. So on the way out, I gave him a Gospel of John, and I wrote his name in it and said, hey, the message of this book has changed my life, and I just want to share it with you. Hmm. I know it's a little bit of a transaction, but I remember these people and pray for them. Oh, I and bet. I bet. It's, it's, just, it's just amazing, these kind of conversations. He said to me, I can't believe you pray for me. That's the nicest thing anybody's ever done for me. That's a pretty strong statement, the nicest thing. And he's in this city. He's a, he's a musician, right? He's waiting tables. He's young, right? He's, he's got big dreams, you know, about what he's going to do with his art. And he's just trying to make his way in the world. It's interesting, you know, because we call them divine appointments. God brings you to the people that he wants you to talk to. Um, and they're kind of primed up. Uh, it's amazing to see. It's amazing to see. David Collins with us from the Pocket Testament League, um, which I understand was actually uh, the start of it was a young girl. Talk about her, her family, and and uh, and how the, how things got started in, back in the beginning. Yeah, so we were formed in 1893 by a girl named Helen. So Helen accepted the Lord one night at a, at a, a crusade. She went forward, received Jesus, you know, into her heart, and she went to school the next day and do what most 12 year olds would do when something that big happens. She told her best friend. She told her best friend. Hey, I, I accepted Jesus to my heart. I'm a Christian. And her best friend said, well, I'm a Christian. I, I go to church. And this little 12-year-old girl, Helen, said, I, I don't think going to church is what makes you a Christian, which is just like, you know, drop the mic, right? That's just that's a huge little, that's a huge statement. Yeah. So, so H- Helen brings her Bible in the next day because she says her best friend. And she's like, let's just read some of the Scripture together. And they read God's Word together. And her friend goes home and reads some more and comes back after the weekend and says, hey, I pray the prayer, and I've accepted Jesus in my heart. And the two of them at age 12 say, okay, let's invite all of our friends, all of our schoolmates, just to read God's Word with us. Just let's read it and see what the words say. And so um, she would bring her Bible to school and all that. And as the story goes, her dad got tired of the Bible going to school, so he got her some small New Testaments. And because, now this is where it really gets romantic, but we're told that little girls didn't have pockets in their dresses, so they just sell a pocket on their dress, put a testament in their pocket. And this happened in England, and so in England, they have leagues, not clubs. We'd have a club, as what we would call it. So that's how the pocket definitely was born, 127 years ago. And that's and, and about 150 million people have been mm. invited to consider the person of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amazing. David Collins, our guest, president and CEO of the Pocket Testament League. Quick break. We'll keep our conversation rolling here in just a moment. Listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560. WFIL.com and on the WFIL app. Thanks for hanging out today. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 440 on the Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. Thanks for listening in. We have our special guest, uh, David Collum. He is the president and CEO of the Pocket Testament League, helping you share Jesus in his own words. Hundreds of millions reached. No arguments. Simply by sharing the Gospel of John. Before the break, 
you were uh, talking about the beginnings of the Pocket Testament League and that young girl Helen back, I guess, in the late uh, 1800s. Uh, what actually caught my eye and got me thinking about wanting to have you on the program is another young lady of sorts, at least young at heart, um, Gail Blair. Uh, talk about her story a little bit. Yeah, Gail's a sweetheart. She's been a member of the league for more than, than 10 years, and she has invited over 4,000 people to consider Jesus by offering them a Gospel of John. Hmm. And she's blind. She's blind. And so what she does is she goes to the park that's across the street from where she lives, uh, it's attached to a library, and it's a pretty big park in, in Rhode Island. And she will listen for people's footsteps. And uh, and then she'll ask them, excuse me, you know, could I offer you a Gospel of John or some other words of encouragement? And she's been doing that for many, many years. So uh, she's recently been banned from the park. She was banned uh, in the summer of 2019. The library authority, for whatever reason, we, we, we're going to find out the reasons, but we're not quite sure why, um, banned her and had the police come ticket her for trespassing and said if she comes back onto the park property, uh, she will be arrested. So uh, th- that kind of that surprised us. Yeah. Uh, so G- Gail called us. We prayed with her for a while. You know, she was really trying to figure out how to respond. And so she decided to go forward. And the, the good people at, at First Liberty have taken her case and filed a lawsuit. And it's now going to go through the court systems. Just to try to say, wait a minute, you know, she's certainly allowed to do this. She's the only person in the history of the park that's ever been cited for trespassing because it's a park. So trespassing is kind of a, uh, an interesting charge. Yeah. So that's her, situ- that's her situation, but she's a sweetheart. So when I first heard about it, I was, you know, I got a little, um, I guess, angry. I'll just be honest with you. <laughs> sure. I got a little angry about it. Sure. And, so, and so Gail, so what's Gail do? So this is where Gail takes me to school. She's like, okay, so when the news people come, I've got my covers picked out because our, our pocket testaments have all these different covers on them. Um, they get wrapped, the, the Gospel of John gets wrapped with a nice, a nice cover with different themes. And so our members are always thinking about what kind of cover should I hand this person because that might catch their eye and then they might open it and read it. Sure. So meanwhile, you know, I'm walking around being angry. Gail's picking out the covers that she's going to give, you know, it's just, if the reporter's a, a woman, a young woman, I'll give her this cover. If she's an older woman, I'll give her this other cover. If it's a man, you know, so Gail's figuring out how she can evangelize the news people who are going to come report this story. I'm just thinking, you know, that's just, she's just very focused on mm. uh, people being invited to meet Jesus. So she's, yeah, she's one of our heroes. And um, I just think it's re- remarkable. I think it's so biblical, right? Here's the Lord using this uh, kind of saintly woman. You know, she's 63, she's, she can't see, and she's out there, and she's a force for the Lord. So yeah. Great, it's wow. great, yeah. So that's, that's going through the courts, and we'll, we'll see where that comes. I, I've got to think that'll come out. Right, right side up, but um, but yeah, we're, we're praying for Gail and praying for that situation. David Collins, our guest today on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560, WFIL.com, and on the app, he's president and CEO of the Pocket Testament League, helping you share Jesus in his own words. Hundreds of millions reached, no arguments, simply by sharing the Gospel of John, that three-step process kind of, kind of talked about, read, carry, and share. What what words of encouragement would you have for people to to not be worried about or, or to not overcomplicate and to jump in and and share the Lord in a kind way the way that that you are attempting to do with the Pocket Testament League? Yeah. So the the, the word that comes to my mind is opportunity, especially with COVID and all that's happening in our world right now. 
we, we actually, as we talk to our members, we're seeing people much more responsive. Could, could I offer you the Gospel of John? You know, I really would like to read that. That's probably not the response we would have gotten a year ago. Many times we get a polite response, but not an eager response. So our members want, are wanting to share more because they want to reach the lost. But people, you know, probably a year ago said, hey, I've got my job, I've got my health, you know, unemployment was low in the country. I'm good. Right? That's, uh, and, but now their world's been shaken. So we have a, a real opportunity uh, is, the, is the first point. And the second point is that I think, again, let God do what God's going to do with their bit and just simply offer some words of encouragement. One of the things that we do is we'll, send, we'll encourage people to send a text message. Hey, I know we're social distancing right now. Would you read the Gospel of John with me? And, and by the way, I know you think I'm a nut, but I promise I won't argue with you. <laughs> Imagine just, you know, you can't get together with your friends. They know you're the, they know you're the Jesus person. <laughs> you know, they kind of roll their eyes sometimes. But, okay, we're all kind of locked up here. How about if we just read a chapter and just talk about it? And I'm not going to argue with you. That's one of the things that's a very relational thing that our members are doing with their friends, because actually the space, the social distance, creates some space where, okay, sure, I'll read that, and we'll text back and forth. You know, it's, it's not as intense as being face-to-face. So I just want to encourage people to find ways to invite folks to read God's Word. It may be a small interaction, but it may be with some people that, you know, your heart really breaks for. Now is the time that they really would be willing, might be willing to do that. Yeah, so it's, it's a I great point. To, yeah. It's really true. It's really true. These are, these are times. We have a friend, uh, a friend of a friend of ours who, just, who became a believer not too long ago, and part of it was she actually said, because life has slowed down some, she's had a, a, more time to really reflect on her life and the things she's been, been presented with through her friend's example and, and words and admitted, like, if life was going as fast as it used to be, I probably would have brushed by some of this. So you're right. You're right. It, it, it's something that, that this is a special time in history. People need to, as difficult as it can be, don't miss um, opportunities. So, yeah. Yeah. Thanks again so much, David, for hanging out with us today. Keep up the great work. Hopefully we can have you on again sometime. All right. Hey, thank you, Tim. Thank you, David. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's David Collum, president and CEO of the Pocket Testament League. You can find out more about him at ptl.org online. Helping you share Jesus in his own words. Hundreds of millions reach. No arguments. Simply sharing the gospel of John. There's a lot right about that simple and straightforward motto. Back with more in just a moment. Listen to Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. AM560 WFIL.com. And on the app, you're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for tuning in. Coming down the home stretch of our program here. Look, uh, Sorry, enjoyed having David Collum on the program, uh, president and CEO of the Pocket Testament League, again, ptl.org. For that, uh, I have a fun song I want to play for you in a moment. But before that, I mentioned earlier in the broadcast something that I just want to point out. We have a partnership going right now with Family Life and an opportunity through this Friday. Just take advantage of it if you can. Swing by WFIL.com. And get yourself a free download of Family Life's Marriage Resource Bundle. It's $155 value. It's totally free. You can have one. Your uh, piano teacher's dog cousin's next-door neighbor can have one. Whoever you want, spread the good word. 
and let them get that free download. It has two video mini courses on marriage, four audio teaching sessions from the Family Life Love Like You Mean It Cruise, and the Good to Great Marriage ebook download. All of that is free. There's actually an opportunity for you to win a big grand prize, too, which is pretty neat, which includes a two-night getaway to Family Life headquarters in Little Rock, where they're currently based, or Orlando, where they're in the process of moving to. The opportunity also to attend a Family Life Today recording session. That program is 9 o'clock each weekday morning, and you'd have an opportunity to attend one of those in studio with host Dave and Ann Wilson, also dinner for two with the Wilsons and more. Bob Lapine, also a longtime co-host of Family Life, joined me recently, talked about uh, some of those resources. We recognize that a lot of couples have seen more of each other in the last four or five months than they're used to. And sometimes that's great, and sometimes you can go, Oh, this has gotten a little stressful, and it's a particularly stressful time for everybody. So we thought, let's put a resource together that can give couples a way to just uh, have a little a little uh, marriage tune-up focus, some things they can listen to, video they can watch together. The, the booklet that you mentioned has got some conversation starter questions. We, we did, All of this is free, and we're doing this because we recognize that couples are – dealing with stressful times right now. And so we thought, let's put something together to help them out. So that's the genesis behind it. Help yourself at WFIL.com. That's the Marriage Resource Bundle. It's the From Good to Great Giveaway. So it's part, everyone wins that bundle. You can have it. And then there's the part about where you can enter for a grand prize for the trip. No purchase necessary. Void but prohibited. Battery is not included. Some adult assembly required. Right. So, um, you know, when we had uh, David Collum on a moment ago and, and this hour from Pocket Testament League and how their focus is just simply sharing the gospel, no arguments, just passing the gospel of John out. It reminded me of when I was a kid. My dad, uh, when I was about 12 or 13, I really went to him and said, you know, I'm, I'm trying to read the word more. I want to have time with God, my own one-on-one time. And he was, of course, pleased to hear that. And he encouraged me to think about reading the gospel of John. And uh, the reason he said multiple multiple facets but really there's so much there there's there are all the dramatic stories there are interesting uh, conversations going on the gospel presented clearly and it's easy to read and it encapsulates a ton and uh, it's kind of what david Collum was sharing during our conversation so i had a bit of a flashback and uh, of course we talk about in our program how john 316 is such an integral verse for god so loved the world he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And our goal for this program hopefully reflects that uh, we, we're not hiding our faith at all and very clear about it, but also have opportunities for folks who don't know, maybe don't know the Lord yet to be a guest on the program or to call in or be a part of things because it does say Jesus died for the sins of the whole world. And so as long as you're breathing, you got some time in you, we, you know, we want to be able to encourage you to consider him. And of course, along the way, if you have chosen to follow uh, Jesus, that we want to encourage you to keep doing that. And as in the case of our guest today, to share that with other people, uh, both verbally and you know, certainly in your actions and how you're living your life. So uh, that said, that's kind of the foundation for our, our program, that, that verse, John 3.16. There's another verse right at the very beginning, the very first verse of John, John 1.1. It says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Uh, the band Apologetics, who will play every now and again, a Christian parody band, did a fun Beach Boys remake, uh, Fun, Fun, Fun. They turned it into John 1-1. One, one. 
thought I'd throw that on here for you. It's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. That John one wants is Jesus has got it, not a big Karoo now. And you'll know John one wants tells us God is really Jesus the Word. And you'll know John one wants tells us God is really Jesus. five sixty WFL.com on the app. Fun with apologetics there. Fun, fun, fun. Shifting over to John one one, that uh, band birthed out of Bible study. They have seven hundred different songs. They come in different forms, 59 albums. Their newest one's called Braggadocious, and the offer still stands. If you'd like a free copy of Apologetics' brand new CD, Braggadocious, send me a text on the uh, FIL text line, which is 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. I'd be happy to send you a link, and you can download that. Uh, also, you can email if that's easier for you, just uh, Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. As we come down the home stretch of the program, we have Alistair Begg and Truth for Life in just a moment. If you're a regular listener to that program, I want to invite you to become part of the team that actually brings that program to you every day. It's entirely listener-funded, heard here on WFIL because of listeners, uh, specifically truth partners, as they're known, who give monthly to help care for the cost of the program. Uh, simply 888-588-7884. A lot of eights in there. It's toll-free if you want to help out, 888-588-7884. That's for Truth For Life. And uh, if you want to become a truth partner, or you can go on their site, truthforlife.org, and do the front slash truth partner thing. Really what you're doing there, you're giving the gift of solid Bible teaching, just to, not only to yourself, but to others. We greatly encourage you to step up and do that, even if it's for a short season. It really goes a long way. It also speaks to the ministry and helps them know you appreciate them being on the air in Philadelphia. Uh, fun little fun, some side little fun fact. We had Family Life. I mentioned the Bob Lupine clip I played for you. He's the voice who surrounds that ministry as well. He'll be introducing the program here in just over a minute. In the meantime, Jim Maxim, Acts 413 Ministries, leads in prayer next. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.